Welcome to the Sovereign Order Podcast, a community-driven collective of individuals pursuing our passions. Dedicated to holding ourselves accountable, we aim to challenge ourselves and those we hold close to remaining on the path of personal development. Life isn't easy, but it's a beautiful chaos that we're lucky to be a part of. We appreciate you being here with us and hope you enjoy. Stay blessed and stay sovereign. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. William James, American philosopher and psychologist. Hey, what's up, guys? What up, what up? What's going on? We're here again. Uh, sorry for the last couple of weeks we haven't been putting anything out. Both of us have been just dealing with a lot of home stress stuff. Uh, so we've been... Uh, trying to get it done last week we've recorded an entire hour and then the uh recording got deleted and time constraints just wouldn't allow us to record another one uh rapidly so unfortunately we went two weeks without putting out an episode instead of one but some startup technical difficulties (laughs) yeah don't record more than an hour on an ipad on beatmaker (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so we've uh been both dealing with the with what life likes to throw at you a lot of times, which is stress. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is managing stress and the perception that we can have that would uh, give us some ammunition towards safeguarding our our emotions and our health. Because shit, I mean, we all have heard growing up that stress causes disease. Yep. Disease, which is dis-ease. You are not at ease. And I've definitely been fucking feeling it, so... It's so, been... yeah, just a quick overview of some of the things we're going to discuss today, right? So, uh, we're going to discuss some of the techniques that can be used to relieve stress. Um, we want to discuss how stress affects the body personally, um, overall. Um, want to discuss some supplements, possibly, that can be taken to help mitigate the stress. So, we're going to... At least hit on some of those topics, probably some other things we like to get off on a tangent anyway, so. Um, but did you want to start with some of the techniques? I know last time recorded, we started with some techniques. I know we had discussed some Wim Hof, so, and I know you're a, a good practitioner of Wim Hof, so. Well, I wouldn't, I, I would, I, I we could always get better. <laughs> right, right. Um, I just think through, through experience of this week, definitely it's been a, a good um, test just because I thought I had a good week. We I did have a good week, and then you came over and we started recording everything. We had a great podcast, great recording, and then that motherfucker deletes itself. So of course I am presented with the challenge right off the bat. Everything's been going better. It got some momentum, and then we hit a roadblock. Can't get the podcast out. It deletes itself. And I had to, like, you know, do some breathing techniques. Some diaphragm breathing. So uh, when I when I say that, I mean deep, deep enough breaths that you're really getting into some of that oxygenation by breathing in for five seconds, holding that breath for five seconds, expelling the breath for five seconds, and then not breathing for five seconds, and then repeat that four or five times until you you know get a little lightheaded feel a little better but definitely hardcore on the the breath focus breathing yeah yeah breath focus and really locking into those what deep like you said deep saturated oxygenated yeah lung fillers you know just trying to be mindful in that moment to slow down the mind by slowing down the breathing and And do you think that's what it does for you is it kind of yeah like for you it's it's almost like it's like tricking my well it's like when you smoke cigarettes or weed or whatever else like that harsh hit and that like that need to you know take a deep breath or whatever it kind of does the same thing where if i can feel like i take a deep enough breath i get that that chest tightness like i did with the whole cigarette thing and i feel like it kind of mimics that feeling in me so if i could take a deep enough breath then yeah i feel like everything kind of just instead of everything being out of place it kind of just settles for a second even if it's just one second 
least my brain settles enough that I can try to pick up which avenue I want to attack said problem of the day. But yeah, it's, you know, I haven't been able to do as much of my meditation or my Wim Hof or any of my stuff because honestly, I've, you get, you get to a point where the stress gets so much that you don't even, like, I just wanted to stay in bed. Right. Like, it, it overtakes it, the yeah, ability it, to mm-hmm. desire, you, you're desiring the... Yeah. I didn't give myself enough time during the morning to sit down and meditate because I I was worried about this or that or, you know, it's just, you try to do all these things and you got home life happening and, and house issues and, and just all this stuff that has to be upkept and you forget to upkeep yourself and that's really where it all starts i mean if you're not taking time for yourself and you don't have enough energy just to fucking get up and be attacking the day then you're not going to have enough energy to take care of the list of endless bullshit that happens when you have a house or a family and i I know from my perspective like i was doing i think when we had the podcast on meditation i think i was at like seven days in a row but like now i think i haven't done it in four days and it's and then I you know I explain it away to myself. It's like okay, well you were doing edits and working on the page and you've yeah. been working out every single day. You haven't missed that, but meditation is a part is one of those things that I need to be a part of the the full scope of things. But it's like you said, it's let alone you know the the stressors of work, family, all that stuff. On top of still okay, and I'm working out, and I'm you know, doing the little side hustle thing as well, and then meditation fell to the wayside. And then it's like, well, then you're disappointed in the fact that you didn't meditate, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm still glad that I got a lot of work done with, you know, the, the edits and stuff this week and got myself back to a good place where, you know, I have 12 to 15 on debt, like, yeah. good again, but then I sacrificed the meditation, but now I feel at least the good part about it is, is I'm craving it again, and my mind is starting to gear itself more towards the, I, I had seen the benefits, the, you know, the, for me it was midday reset, so it was like an energy bo- boost or a focus type thing, especially like during work, like if I could do a 10 minute session and really, and that's the thing too, it's like, I know that those 10 minutes, it's so, it's such a blip that it, you know, just need to hunker down and do it. And it's, yeah. it's just doing it sometimes that you get in the, like uh, we had talked to, you know, the five second rule. If you don't do it within five seconds, your mind's going to convince you to do something yeah. else. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can think about it 10 times a day, but 10 times I convince myself to, to do something else. And I find like Wim Hof for me, for sure. It's like that breath focus. And it is, it's a clarity of the mind because I just zone in on the, I, I definitely get the euphoric like chest hit too, where it's kind of that you feel that rush of oxygen mm-hmm. to your brain, um, and then for me, then it's like that instant clarity where it's just like everything else just kind of dissipates from the mind, and then you're able to kind of just hone in on the breath for a little bit, and then once you do like recenter, and even if it's you know you can do a, a Wim Hof you know breathing session fairly quick too. I mean within. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's three to five minutes is about all you need. Yeah, just really one, one round and, and you'll feel it. Right, right. So yeah, and I feel like yep, it's a that breath focus for me is something that is a very good technique. Just because I know I have a busy mind, and if I can hone in and know that you know one of the things that they state all the time is breath is always there. So it's something you know that's always going to be there. Yeah. If you're a living entity, is you can always go and ref, you know be in your breath and just focus on the breath because it's going to be a constant with everything else that's crazy and stressful and nuts in the world your breath is the one thing that you can rely on to be there and if you can hone in on that it's going to calm and ease you to be in a place where you can focus and really then think of the things or you know input the things in your mind that's necessary for you to succeed through that day and that's why i said like midday for me is perfect because you, you have that build up all morning and it's not necessarily, I mean, you can be super stressful or not super stressed, but that midday preset, I feel like it provides, you know, good bursts of energy. Round. Yep. Yeah. That burst of energy and then you go back down and you're just ready to focus for that, that next half too. So I feel like that's how Wim Hof for those breathing techniques really helped me. So, yeah, I hear you. I, I think because you kind of have more of a, 
usually when I need that, you need that midday pickup. I'm I'm at work and it's a little bit lower. There's not. That's when things start quieting down. So it's it's more of for me the whole when when the morning when the day. As long as I can get positive during the morning time, then I feel like the rest of the day goes pretty well. And then also it just like I like we started off the beginning. The greatest weapon against the stress is just your you choose those thoughts like you do. It's so easy to allow life's life to become reactionary to where everything is just a response and how are you responding? It's just happen. It's happening to me. I'm a victim, victim, victim. Not realizing that like you get to choose your reaction to all of this stuff, and if you can't properly choose the positive you're setting you're never going to get there no matter how many books you read or how many Wim Hofs or how many times you you know hopefully through the meditation you'll start to learn this principle but you inside and how you respond is greater than any other force out there and I don't know who I would think it was on impact theory the podcast I don't know who the speaker was though but he was talking about like I give if I'm mad I give myself or upset or stressed I give myself like I think it was five minutes or two minutes either two or five minutes he's like do whatever you need to do bitch complain moan yell whatever but after that five minutes you you let it go right you can't control it anymore it's in the past I mean ninety percent of the things that I know I worry myself about I can't control. All I can control is how am I reacting to everything in my life, whether it's on the smallest of scales or on the largest of scales. I mean, am I waking up and I'm, am I just overly lovey towards my significant other or, or my animals? Am I being, you know, am I just having a positive mindset about every single thing that's, you know, reacting to me? What stimuli in the world is hitting me with? Am I reacting positively or am I reacting negatively? And ultimately, it's my choice. And so I've been, even with this week being as hard as it's been, I've been trying to continue to just put myself to the test. This is obviously the test. And everything ain't going to be fucking easy. You know, I've been trying to figure out what's going on with my skin, taking different supplements. I mean, I, I think you try to fix stuff and then you worry about it more and that just create, creates more worry too. Like, I mean, I've been doing this retinoid thing, and I probably did too much of it, trying to fix my problems, and then it just made me fucking purge, and now it's just even worse than it was before. And so it's just like, you gotta, I don't know, I guess just start letting things go, letting things be. If I can't deliberately, with the snap of a finger, control it, which usually is nothing other than my own mental state, I mean... It's, it could be far worse. I look at the fucking YouTube or I look at Google pictures of people with severe acne and I'm just like, all right, calm yourself down. Because these motherfuckers is out here on YouTube talking with just faces of cystic acne and you're tripping because you yeah. got four. So it's, you know? it's actually, I mean, I always do this in every podcast. I always say, it's funny you say that because I had... I was taking a shower this week, and I was standing in the shower, nice hot shower. I'd been in there 15, 20 minutes after a workout, and then it, like, dawned on me, like, right before, as I'm in thought and thinking of these things, you know, you'd be better here, you'd do this, that, the other, you know, and then I was like, yo, like, you know how many people would be killing to dr just drink the water that I've been wasting for the past for, 15? From a shower? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. or... Even yeah. get a semblance of a hot shower for a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or there's people right now, like, it's a foot of snow outside, and, like, these people are struggling. Like That has happened to me a lot of times. We're driving, and you see somebody walking, you know that they're not walking. Right. And that's one of the points we had discussed, is practicing gratefulness. Yeah. And that is, it's tough. Like, when you can do it for yourself, it is amazing, you know? Yeah. Because then it really You overlook it just as much as you overlook those breathing moments. But if you can hone in on that and really smell the roses when you're driving in your car... Well, okay, I got a check engine light on. Well, my car's still moving. So I'm over here stressing myself to death about this, this, and this. While I just passed somebody who I can tell had, like, a kid with them. And they're walking and it's 12 degrees outside. And they're both bundled up with the only shit that they have in their life. And that's all they got to their name. And it's just like... 
damn, who am I to sit here and like be we're fucking... We're so vain. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. And we're so, fucking like, soft. Well, like you said, too, it's that it's, it's we practice the victory. Like, me, 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 why, why, why? Like, oh, my gosh, I'll never have enough, and it'll never be good enough. And it's... I mean, I struggle with that, too. I mean, I do. I have those thoughts. Like, fuck, it's, I'm never going to... But it feels like it's not, there's not going to be a breakthrough or maybe I've hit my ceiling and this is, you know, it's, it's decent enough. So I could be content. Maybe should I start looking towards, con- you know, yeah. and then it's having this, should I just then start you, looking towards content? And then or? you listen to another YouTube video. It's like, never be content. <laughs> never say right. no, no, no. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it is. It, it's super good. Like it's, it's both. It's a mixture of both. That's why gratefulness I feel brings a good balance to it because it's like, you look at yourself, you almost are disgusted with yourself. Like, how could I be so, like, think, have that, you know, thought, pro, like, I'm sitting here worrying in a fucking 85 degree hot shower about my problems, and I'm air quoting, as I say, problems, and don't get me wrong, I mean, we, everyone has their shit, but yeah. it's, like we had said, a lot of things that directly surround you are based on the way that you react to it and if you perpetuate that state of just negative and if you're upset at something and that thing like you said what was it uh you'd said it good it was whatever stimuli is around me it's like we're all 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 stimuli so we're bouncing and reflecting that energy off of each other and if like you said you're outputting that it's going to reflect right back at you and it's going to be this cycle of just negative and then uh-huh. if you get into these places of positivity you can you can get high off of that shit you know yep. like and it's but it is tough like the med even i mean you know we're working into the routine the meditations and the wim hof and the whatever but practicing gratefulness needs to be a staple in any person's daily or at the very least like weekly like just take that time for yourself and it can be a it it is it can be an instantaneous thought that changes everything. You yeah. can change the physiological makeup of your brain and your body, and you can well, really start healing yourself. Yeah. You know. Well, like we were, I was saying earlier, disease. It's breaking down these words. It's not disease. It's disease. Your you have put your body in a hyperoxidative stress environment where you're just always stressed. You got just fucking cortisol and. In these negative, You're releasing toxic yeah, shit to just yourself constantly inside of your body, just one hundred percent, and then you wonder why you don't feel good, or why you don't have energy, or why your skin's breaking out, or why you all this shit. When really, if you just you just start chipping away on the other end, like as hard as it is, maybe you just don't look in the fucking mirror for a week. Yeah. Like these mirrors, since we, I mean, we grew up in the religious zone, there was all this talk about vanity and not focusing on the outward appearance and all this other shit. Maybe there's something behind that. Maybe we're not supposed to have all these fucking mirrors around us everywhere to show us every different light of how bad we think we look. And then we get, you know, bombarded by TikTok and and Instagram and Facebook and all these different, which all these people have filters on. And if they don't have filters on, they definitely have makeup on. I mean, even now, guys are, I mean, our generation don't fuck with that. Right, right. But, but most of them do. They're putting some sort of toners and cleansers and then they're putting some fucking foundation on. They're evening their shit out and being not real. So my, when I look at my face, I, I go, it's supposed to be perfect. Right. Yeah, no, to, no open pores, no greasiness, no nothing. It's just it's supposed to be exactly how I see everybody else. But then not knowing everybody else is probably covered with makeup, covering up all their shit. Right, and it's unlearning so much shit. Like yeah. it's just, I and that's you know where I think we know that we think we fail in practicing gratefulness or fail in practicing gratefulness because it's it's a lot of habits that need and like you said, chip away at the other side. And it's, that's where it seems like, you know, the balance is off because then you start identifying more and more and more things about yourself that you know you can improve and do better and be more diligent and, and if you don't give the effort, but that's, you know, like you said, chip away at the other side. And there's a lot of, some people will have less habits, some people will have more habits, you know, for us, you know, smoking cigs, smoking weed, you know, drinking, whatever, whatever the shit may be, put X variable in there, you know. Whatever you're trying to 
to flip and make a more positive thing in your life or get rid of, you know, find that ebb and flow and that balance of what is good for you and, you know, what is healthy for your lifestyle. It's, you know, I just lost my train of thought. Just other, other, some things are easier for whatever your own personal thing is that you're trying to battle. Right. Unlearning those habits of thinking that way. And like you said, chip away at the other side. And once you can even, you know, practice the gratefulness of, I have done 10 more meditations in the past month than I have ever, you know, yeah. like, so it's, yeah, I mean, what, there's always something better, whether you're doing it at a little level <clears throat> or you're doing it every single day, which you should, you know, try to, you get the most uh, positive impact from doing it every day. But I mean, I still, yeah, like last year I still did like seven and a half hours of total meditation that's definitely more than what i did the the year before right i mean i wasn't sitting down by myself in a closed room just listening and of to the sounds and you you go you want to you know aim for a goal this year right yeah. okay like you know what i did do eight hours this year i'm gonna try 15 you know yeah maybe that's versus dang eight hours that's i should have done more you know like because that's how i'd be you know like or like I said, dang, I only did two two days last year or yeah. whatever. Like, but sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, it's just again, it keeps on going back to that just gratefulness and a better perspective of what it actually is. I mean, we even have time to think about doing these things. What? Meanwhile, there could be people that are in like your situation, four kids. Don't even, you know, trying to hold rent over their house, uh, over themselves. They're dealing with the landlord or they're dealing with a fucking shitty apartment complex that's crime ridden or whatever. They're working three jobs. They're all getting paid, you know, $11 an hour for those three jobs. It's like they are busting their ass on a whole different level. They don't ever have no time to sit down and, and meditate or take 30, 20 minutes or an hour a day to work out. Like we. I can go in my basement and work out. Right. Most people can't do that. Like, right. I, there's just so much to pull positivity from. I'm sitting in my office. My dad at 32, he was at work right now. No matter whether he was scheduled to work or not at work, he was doing some sort of work-related thing because he was trying to fucking scrounge out of this hole of debt, just trying to hold up a family. And I'm over here, you know, paying all my bills, not missing nothing, not needing to borrow. But I'm stressed because I don't have extra. And like you were saying earlier, it's like, should I be content? Should I do that? It's like, yeah, you want to stay hungry for different experiences and potential upgrades. But who who is the more blessed and like who's going to get more out of life? The guy who is continuously never satisfied and, and always looking for that next thrill or, or success or the guy who realized that he's always had success in his own soul from being alive and just being able to breathe every day and he's cool with whatever he's getting as long as he's just got you know some good weather or even if that he's got a good show he's got a warm always seeing that positive side i'm gonna pick that guy right like i've heard it enough man this these this money don't make you happy Right. So right, as right. much as we want to, you know, as much as you and I definitely kind of focus on, you know, business and stocks and, and all that, it's like it's not more so the money as it is the freedom to do what we want to do. Right. And that's really where it comes from. And if money comes because of that, great. And we can help other people or help ourselves yeah, more. Use but it as a vehicle for yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but don't let it rule But us like and... just a daily at night, even if, you know, maybe you call it God, maybe I do sometimes or don't whatever but just when i put my head down at at nighttime now i find myself more often than not giving thanks for that day and trying to see the good in that day and that's a positive that's i mean and instead of allowing that to just kind of fade into the background I need to, to uplift that and exalt that and show that to myself that there has been some steps taken to to help create that momentum and chip away at that other side like we were saying. So, Are there supplements that can help mitigate stress? T- 
caffeine. That's probably, yeah. actually, probably not good, actually. I mean, caffeine at low low doses yeah, yeah, is yeah. okay, but I've been thinking all that, too. It's like, I don't know what's going on, really, with, with the facial shit. I don't know if it's fucking... I think maybe I'm looking into it too much, too. It's like, obviously, there's some visible ones right now, but maybe it's fucking way less than I think it is if I just fucking don't. And I've been trying to look myself in the eye, because most people look at your look at you know your eyes. Right. Like, right now, I'm looking in your eyes. Right. I'm not noticing, like, just dead looking as hard as I can at any imperfection. It's like, but when we look at the mirror, we instantly do that. We don't look ourselves in the eyes. Yeah. So I try to look myself in the eye and... I think overdoing it with fucking product and shit like that. I feel like I probably had my best skin when I just didn't didn't touch it, didn't worry about it, didn't think about it, just moisturize, put sunscreen on when I go in the sun, and that's it. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. All this other product bullshit. It's like our skin and body know how to take care of themselves. Right. Like, right. our body has these defense mechanisms and, pro- and properties in place to take care of this shit. You don't need fucking cleansers and toners and elixirs and retinoids and all that shit. It's like, if you got a bad spot, put a little fucking, you know, little spot treatment on it, but I'm about to just go back to the raw honey clen- cleanse because that shit, raw honey on my face was beautiful. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, it's like you said, I mean, it's, I know you're trying to determine the, the root cause on that's a thing, and like you said, stress could be a factor. Stress, you know? working out. Right. There's a whole bunch of triggers I've been doing, yeah. quitting the fucking, you know, I mean, okay, I'm smoking a little CBD here, but for the most part, THC, completely gone, it's been six weeks, going on seven weeks with no THC. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's stuck inside of your fat cells, and then I'm working out, so I'm breaking that up, and then it's coming through my pores, I mean... There's be a million different things. The retinoid definitely creates cell turnover super quick. So now things that wouldn't have formed, you know, over the course of a year, because every 28 days you go from creating new skin cells to them dying off. So every month, 12 times, 12 to 13 times a year, your face does a complete, you know, regeneration of its layers. Well, when you start putting retinoid on, it does that in like a month. Now, now what used to take a month for one area now only takes two weeks. And so it just brings up to the surface shit that may not have hit you for three weeks. You know, one week you got it over here a little bit. The next week you got it down here. And the next week you got it. Nope. Now it's the whole fucking spectrum right now because you put this exfoliant shit in your skin and it wants to push it out to the surface. So it's right. not, you're just creating it by... Now you asked for it. In regards to that, I mean, for me, I know you took a break off the THC train. Um, I'd previously taken a two-year detour off of the herbal supplements. Um, And I think we had discussed it previously. It's, you know, I think I was able to refocus and realign during those two years without THC that I put myself in a position that I can manage it that it's not a emotional, and I think it still has those properties for what it is, but I don't, I guess more so it wasn't a, uh, for one, a habit or an emotional blocker for me. I think it's, I think it is a stress relieving technique for me too. And yeah. quitting, you know, quitting the cigarettes and whatever, I, I do have a hand to mouth, it's, it's whatever they call it. Fixation. An oral fixation. <laughs> yeah. yeah fixation on the hand-to-mouth thing so it was like if I wasn't smoking a cigarette it was you know eating but then you're not trying not to eat that much so it's you know what whatever so um but yeah so like for me I think I was able to adapt my mind in those that two-year break that when I did come back to smoking that I can utilize and I'm a very minimalist smoker now too I think when we were really going heavy it was just all day every day yeah type of situation never didn't have a joint blunt bowl in my hand type of situation you, yeah, you were a fucking back in the day it was like non-stop dude, like, i can't was lighting the next blunt yeah. before one bowl, was even done have a cigarette as soon as the cigarette was done you're packing another bowl like it was just like bro <laughs> i can't keep up with this shit but yeah so and then now it's like you know you pack a half a bowl and i take one little corner off of it and i'm i'm managed enough that like I'm good for six hours, like four to six hours, you know, it's just very minimal for me. Um, and it does, it does kind of just have that comp, like, well, I utilize it, you know, now that we're older and kind of 
you know, looked into strains and how sativas and indicas really affect, you know, the body and we've gotten in tune with those things, you know, I've been able to kind of adapt to what works for me and that's sativas. That's something that doesn't bring my, yeah. my body and, you know, that I'm not just in a very static state. It's a more of an energizer for me. So I'm a little bit more productive on sativas as well because that's, yeah. I want to be able to function, you know, like I still am. A yeah, family you don't man in, and all in, that, you, you know, know. So in the couch with the indica, but. right? Um, but I definitely think it is, and I know it's like everyone's like, oh, not a dick or whatever. But I do think it's something that can. It is. It's one of those things that just like anything, like you can start over consuming quickly yeah. if you don't yeah. keep it in check, and like yeah. you can over consume. It's just unnecessary to to have that much THC at any given time. You know, your, your body only really just needs a minimal amount to, you know, but I feel like that some helps me and I think it is good. And like you're, you know, you're going through your break right now and you're seeing the benefits of not smoking as well too. Now you're getting that focus yeah. and that clarity back for you. So it's, you know, it depends on the person, you know what I mean? And what, where you're at with, you know, whatever crossroads you're at, how you, you feel if you're yeah, a if smoker and need a break and realize you've been smoking 10 plus years, you know? Is it serving you, I think? Sure. If it's sure. serving you, then it's all good. Now, you were talking about you've been getting magnesium glycinate, right? Have you been yeah, taking it? Or? I, yeah. I what, been what's the benefit supposedly with it? So it's supposed to help with anxiety and sleep disorders, which is weird because now I'm having this weird shit happen when I sleep, even though I'm taking this fucking stuff. Hmm. Um, but magnesium is what stress, stress basically converts magnesium. It's like, you know, it's fuel. If you're deplete, if you're deplete, depleted in magnesium in your body, you probably are, you can't handle your stress very well. Like on the cellular level, when your body tries to deal with stress, it doesn't have any fuel to, to do that. Right. And so I do feel like I've noticed that, which is much with as much going on, you know, the other night I've been thinking more positive. Um, I've been, a lot of stuff has been there to piss me off, you know, like the whole thing with the mice, but then it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to get these traps and I'm going to fucking set them down and I'm going to try to, oh, we got one. So that was like a woo instead of like, oh, you had to be, own it. Like I'm going to own it type yeah. of mentality. You flipped it to yeah. the, I'm going to own it and get this shit. Or it's like with the, with the main line thing too. It was like, well, we just fucking dealt with this. And fucking, you know, so that's pissing me off. And I, I was just like, it's never ending. And it was more of like, I had just got done working out. So my body's all stressed. All I want to do is fucking eat some food. And I take a shower to, you know, cleanse all this sweat off me. And I get out and the fucking basement's flooding. And it's just like, you know, you just throw your hands up in the air. And you're like, when's it ever going to fucking stop? But, and I was pissed. But it didn't really transition over into the next day. Like before that night, before I even went to sleep, I had already got on Roto-Rooter, set up a fucking appointment. Okay, it's tomorrow. All right, I got to, you know, come home from work. If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Like then they didn't fucking show up. Then it's like they're, they're calling me an hour later trying to tell me that, oh, we didn't forget about you, bitch. Obviously you did because it's been an hour later. Like work on your punctuality. But I didn't let it get me too down. I was just like, whatever. I took a drive home. I still get paid for those hours with PTO. It is what it is. Just let it go. You're able I, to internalize yeah, I was all able, that. Yeah, I was able to internalize all that within 20 minutes of talking to her. I wasn't a dick to her. I was just like, okay, well, let's just set it up for tomorrow morning. Let's get it handled. It's just like taking that. It's it's become easier to to uh, transmute all that yeah. negativity and that potential for me. I'm completely in my right to go. What the fuck? I want this taken off. I want a discount. I'm, you know, I can, I have every right technically to be pissed. Right, but that situation. person probably more than likely maintained being cordial because you were still yeah. very, yeah, you know, very grounded and just your approach, like thank you, and so, you know, appreciative as you can be on the phone. I can be all angry about it because yeah, you could have been shitty, and then they could have been just like, guess what? Now we don't give a fuck. Yeah, because like you said, it's yeah. 
it's gonna reciprocate back at you because if you put it out that way, well, and especially with human interaction, for sure. It's, like it's something I couldn't control. <clears throat> Again, back to the stoicism and the uncontrollable, the Lord's yep. Prayer, whatever, please grant me the serenity to know the things I can control, the wisdom to know the difference, and what the strength to change what I can, whatever that thing is. I'm butchering it because I'm not super religious anymore, but you know what I mean, and listeners probably have heard, have heard that before. To know what you can... I can't control it. I can't control this girl on the other line who sounds like she's 16, who's scared and nervous to call me that they're late. And it's not her and, fault. Right. You know? I mean, like, maybe it's not her fault, but she should... They, The company as a whole can... You can sit there and go, they should have done this, should have done that, should have done... Right. What's, how is All it? Is it just, serving you? Right, right. Right back to what we just said. Is it serving me? Right. No. All it was going to do was piss me off more... Sound like you're preaching, brother. I am a little bit. I'm getting it. You know, all I'm doing is making it worse on myself. Yep. It's just like my acne. I have a horrible problem where I it's it's relinquishing control. As men, we have this feeling inside of us that we need to control everything. And if we don't, then we're losing our fucking minds. But the more you try to control, the more abrasion happens and the more you fucking hurt yourself at the end anyway. Like, I cannot control what comes out of my face. I cannot control what pimples come, come up. All I can do is try not to touch my face, stop fucking picking at it, which is my problem. Like, I, as soon as it's there, I want to squeeze it and get it out. And if I don't see something come out, I'll keep fucking doing it uh -huh. until it's so bad that obviously everybody from a fucking mile away is going to be able to see the red mark on your face. Which if I just went, oh, I could feel one and just forgot about it in three days it'd be gone right and it's like that same way whether it's controlling that or whether it's controlling life my feeling is i'm in the right to be mad and my only reaction that i am aware of or that i'm comfortable with and have done for my whole life is i'm right you're an idiot let's get fucking mad about it and how is that serving me it's not they're not going to end up being any more fruitful for me or try to get things handled for me I'm going to be fucking stressed out. I'm ultimately killing myself, putting my cellular load and cellular stress to its breaking point. You know, I don't know what kind of damage it's doing to me. Right. And the more that I do it and the more that I continue to not fucking just, just calm down, and maybe that's my EDS and the whole fight or flight response that that causes, but I know that our mind has the power to control all of it. I mean, there's that story I heard just the other day about a, a guy who, who he was working at a, at a restaurant and he, he got locked in the freezer, and he's just like, nobody's here. It's just me. I've been stocking. I know it's gonna. This is it. And he's like, I, he, so he starts writing down, you know, his last moments and journaling, and like I can feel it. The cold's coming on. I'm I'm starting to blah blah blah. You know, this is the last moments I'm gonna be alive. And then they, so then the morning comes and they come inside and they find he's dead. Well, the fucked up thing is the freezer was off. Yeah. So he mentally killed himself. He had accepted because of what life had handed him that he thought in these current, I'm in the freezer. Like it's cold in here, like it's, but it wasn't at its actual freeze temp. It was like, you know, 55 degrees in there or something like that. But his mind told him, you're dying. So it, he did. So what our brains fucking tell us creates this world around us. And if I'm constantly fucking angry and constantly looking for the problem, that's all I'm going to fucking find. You're never going to find anything else. And then, then that just re-solidifies the whole law of attraction and shit. It's just, you get what you give. And you get what you project. Everything you project out there is just going to come right back at you. And you also need to realize in those moments, I think that sometimes when you're projecting positivity only and you start to get negativity or maybe you just notice like I'm, I have this thing where I feel like I get to a level where I'm being so positive all the time that I start noticing other people when they're not like, and it's not a reciprocation of that because I shouldn't be worried about that. Like I have a big, I think we probably all have this feeling, but like when you tell your significant other, I love you, you expect them to tell you, say it back. And if they don't say it back, 
you probably have this weird feeling inside, like, uh-oh, did I do something? Are they upset? Blah, 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 blah. Why didn't you just say it? Like, do you, are you feeling it? Do you love them? Are you saying it because you really do feel in the moment you love them? Because they did something that makes you go, oh, man, I just really care about them. And if that's the case, fuck reciprocation. Shouldn't need it. All you should just say is, I love you. And that's it. Just move on. If they don't say anything back, they don't say anything back. The same thing with positivity. If you're being positive and somebody else is being a negative, don't let them bum you out. Yeah, it shouldn't diminish it. But it does all, for me. Right. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I feel like it does for a lot of people. But I get to a point where I'm just always, and then I got to fucking, I got to like break up with them. Not break up with, well, definitely not in the current situation I'm in right now. But like, but like prior, before I got into a relationship that's serious, it's like, okay, it's two, three months in. I'm, I was in my zone because I was alone. And that's when I feel like I really, you know, get the most out. Of, I was getting the most out of my life and the most positivity and the most life changes when I was just alone, focused on myself. But you can, you should be able to do that all the time, whether you're in a relationship or a marriage or whatever. Like, I, I'm trying to think of it in the best articulation, but basically, like, you gotta be not narcissistic, but you have to be selfish. Start with selfishness, end with helping others. Like, but without you focusing on you first and you mattering more than every everybody. Not in a, not in like an ego way or a mean way, but just like, hey, I love her. I love you. I love everybody. But it. But if I'm not good, then then it's pointless. Yeah, and to I even mean, continue. And then it goes. I mean, for me too. It's just if I truly do love this person then they should get the best version of me you know what i mean and that starts with me not with them yeah you know and i think yeah i think that's a huge thing and it's i think you know we're piecing together the the habits the day-to-day things i think it's gonna eventually overtake and be insurmountable that it's gonna be a more positive i think i think we're there i think we have the I think we're kind of, I think life is just uh, kind of the universe or, you know, I mean, you got to have the black fish with the white fish and the yin and the yang. You got to have both good and negative. And I feel like whether you want to put a entity and a name with that and call it Satan, or you want to just call it life in the universe testing you, if you're really, if these formulas are really, are you really building the blocks necessary to to be longevity and have that? Are you going to get that breakthrough? Or are you going to let life's constant stress end up weighing you down to the point where you use that as an excuse? Like, you know, like this other quote that I have down written down, to experience peace does not mean that your life is always blissful. It means that you are capable of tapping into a blissful state of mind amidst the normal chaos of a hectic life. And that's by Jill Taylor. Um, but amidst the normal chaos of a heck of life, the way that she says that, it's just like everybody's experiencing it. That's what life is. Like, it's always this beautiful struggle of chaos that's happening. And just positive peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. But if it, it kind of, I think we had used an analogy before about a plane. Like a plane never goes from point A to point B. It deviates along the whole time. But if you would pay attention to the fact that, okay, now we're two degrees north off, you would never get to your destination. You know what I mean? Or if you look at stocks for the one minute chart, it's been nothing but bearish. But if you look at the three month chart, it's been nothing but bullish. It's all perspective on that current spot in like, so life is always going to be, there's never a good time. There's never, it's everything is not going to align and there's not going to be this one point in your life where you just go, right now is that perfect time to start a business or start working out or stop smoking or whatever. It's, it's just right now. I'm alive. Yeah. It's like I right exist. now. It's, it's in this moment. I get to have fun. Currently. I get to have. Like, don't wait for a day. Just do it. Like right now, what you can. And if you fail, all right, pick up, try again the next day. And So I think we're right on the cusp 
as well. It's just that we're getting met with that same old resistance to, to help solidify to the universe that this is what we want and to show ourselves and the, the cosmic all-knowing that we're ready for this, which is just, all right, we're going to just keep rolling with the punches. We're going to keep recording these episodes. We're going to keep on doing the side hustle thing. Which just It's just consistency. And you've seen definitely with your, by the way, shout out to Chasing Elysium on Instagram. If you guys are into still edit, cool, meditational, like zen, uh, move, moving NFT style imagery with good quotes that kind of get you in a good vibe, check out on Instagram Chasing Elysium. But you've been you've been chasing your own personal Elysium in that, in that you know. Yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's, um, what they, I mean essentially really it's the action of doing it the i feel it beneficial too even the days i don't meditate that i'm still scouring and reading these affirmations to find something that speaks to me or you know with with the photo edits and whatnot and i'm still posting every i think i actually did a two day i missed a couple days that was the only time i missed a couple days posting but then yeah, posting and then, you know, putting that caption or so it's that physical manifestation of actually writing it out and reading it as I'm writing it too. It's that alchemy shit we yeah. always talk about too. It's like me actually putting a, speaking a spell, but I'm trying to do these positive things because it does. There's like, I'll find a quote and then like read it and then as I'm typing it, it Starts hits me. To, yeah. yeah, it hits, yeah. it sinks, sinks in a little bit deep because I'm like, oh, okay, I really like that. And then I'm like typing, I'm like, Okay, like I see the impact of it. Let me feel the impact of right. it, you know. So, um, but yeah, you know, putting that into practice has been is good. And like I said, I think we have our eye towards. I mean, some people are just a, a I mean, who knows? It's oblivious to they they can't. They're oblivious to the fact that they can change certain things. You know, what I mean, yeah. certain mental things about themselves for their life that could have an impact that is positive, you know, so. I think we always try to scrounge for that control like we were talking about, but we look for it in these tangible, bigger ways that you can't can't always grasp at. But you can grasp at those simple, easy, just wake up, be a little happier, be a little nicer to yourself, avoid the things, really get to know who you are too. Like what, what makes you tick? What is it that... You know, for me, it's like, all right, waking up and hearing the little tick, tick, ticks of the mouse really sets me off. It pisses me off. Okay, well, wear fucking earplugs or something so you don't hear that and you can wake up normal. Or looking at my face from two inches away in a mirror that already shows all the fucking negativity, don't turn on the light, don't look into the mirror. Just avoid it. Do those things... To help set you up for a better success, you just and you'll get some better success rather than fucking always, you know, know yourself enough to know what triggers you and to know that your mental health is gonna fluctuate based on what you tell it. Identify it and let go of the trivial shit. Yeah, right. And yep. it's like you said earlier on the podcast, it was just fucking let it go. Yeah, seriously. I mean, and even it's even spousal shit sometimes too. It's you know, it's like a a thing my wife and I, it's, it, this is forever. And we look at yeah. each other, which is we come to the, it's forever. So are we going to spend the day feeling this way about it? Or are we just realizing that we're in this together and it's something that we can clearly move past? It's very trivial, right. you know? Right. Um, or the personal things with yourself. It's just like those thoughts. It's like, yo, I'm just doing, I'm just perpetuating this this negativity and it's i'm gonna find like you said i'm two inches away from the mirror i'm going to find something because i want to find something right, wrong right and and you will succeed you will find negative you will convince yourself of something negative yeah. or you can you can flip it on its head and start really actually changing the makeup of how you operate at a cellular level and really start i think it's even more drastic than we can envision. I just know for us personally, it's just we notice a big swing. There's a big swing when we really practice it like we should be. And we know that there's going to be slower weeks or tougher weeks or whatever it may be. But I think we've been pretty on fire with the positive mindset and shit. And it's just 
just how I feel about myself is ultimately better. You know what I mean? And then yeah. the gratefulness of the situation, then, I mean, that, that itself takes care of itself. But being happy with me and being drive towards just being positive every day. So it's just a little bit more each and every day. Like you said, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, and just try to pile up the wins. For sure. Well, it's at 53 minutes right now. I think we've gone in good. I'm going to end with a, a few quotes just to help uh, get us into this next week to remember some of the things we talked about today. Again, I know it was a little bit of a tangent here and there, but we do want to thank anybody who has been listening. Um, apologize for the last couple of weeks we've missed. Going to try to get a new episode out every single Saturday. Um, so be on the lookout for new ones, but... Uh, we appreciate anybody who has come back and who is listening. Um, we hope that in your own life you're able to take some of these thoughts and at least know that you're not alone and that uh, we're all dealing with shit that puts us to our breaking point and we feel like there ain't nobody else out there. I, you think of other people's lives and you you paint them in an in a unfair light of a, you know, a filtered world where we only see the positive rather than just remembering that you know the grass is always greener on the other side until you got to hop that fence and cut that lawn too and then you realize that you know there's different weeds on this side that i wasn't prepared for and everybody's got their stuff so just uh keep your own uh mental where it needs to be and keep up the good fight for yourself but uh so uh i like this one which it says the truth is that stress doesn't come from your boss from your kids or your spouse, from traffic jams or health challenges or other circumstances. It comes from your thoughts about your circumstances. And that's Andrew Bernstein, which I really like that one because, again, it just goes back to the thoughts and how we, in the way we react to these stimuli, can can force us to... that. That's really where the tangible reality of the situation is created from. It's not from the the onset stimulus. It's from the reaction to it that really, I mean, it's never a failure if you don't accept it to be. So just remember that the way you think about it and the way that you react is ultimately how, is what's going to determine how your reality is manifested outside of that. Um, and then te tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. That's a Chinese proverb. Um, it's just remembering that at our core, as kids, the, the soul and the essence of a child is, I didn't have these worries. I didn't have this shit in my head constantly. So tension is who you think you should be by society's standards and your wife's or your spouse or your significant other's standards or the standards your parents placed upon you or you placed upon yourself by thinking through the thoughts of other people. That is where tension is created when really at the end of the day, the only thing you are really here to do is enjoy and learn. So relaxation and enjoying this beautiful gift of being alive is really your only job and is the only thing that you really need to do is find that, that peace inside of just your own life. Forget all the tension. Anything you can't control, just let it go. But yeah, that's, that's about it. You got anything else you'd like to say, Justin? Ain't no following up on that. That that close the eulogy at the end there, man. So, uh, anyways, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, appreciate appreciate y'all for being here, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay blessed, stay sovereign. Hasta luego. <laughs>